Um, we are going to be looking at Abraham. Uh, now, we started with, we're starting the whole series of God's big story. We've looked at, um, uh, we've looked at creation and uh, we're going to look at Abraham and then we're going to spend the rest of this term uh, camping out in Moses and looking at his story. So this is a real quick snapshot of Abraham. And uh, I'm not going to go through everything that happened with Abraham, but just a few, three stories is what we're going to talk about. And I just want you to be open to whatever God is saying to you right now. I don't believe that we ever come into this place um, and say, God, we, we're here and we're wanting to listen to what you have to say. And he doesn't say something to us. So I believe God's got something to say to every single person here this morning. And so just have your ears open to whatever he may say. It might not be anything to do with any of the points that have been raised, but there might be something that God is just speaking to you about. So we are going to start then in, if you want to turn with me to Genesis... And uh, it should come up on the screen. Just a minute. Genesis 12. And this is what it says. God told Abraham, leave your country, your family, your father's home, for a land I will show you. I will make you a great nation and bless you. I'll make you famous. You'll be a blessing. I'll bless those who bless you. Those who curse you, I'll curse. All the families of the earth will be blessed through you. So we're going to start at this story of Abraham. I'll call him Abraham instead of Abraham, but it, that's what it was called later. But we're going to start at this story. It is the most amazing story, the story of Abraham, because, you know, sometimes when we think, oh, Abraham, he was asked to go and leave this place and go to this place. His, actually, what had happened was his father had been asked to go. His, he, had, he had been asked to go to Cana a long time before they actually moved. Um, he, it says this beautiful little passage in Acts 7 where Stephen is just about to be stoned and Stephen is one of the one of uh, Jesus's followers um, in this passage in Acts it says that um, Abraham was told way before they actually moved that he was going to move he was told when his father was alive and his father Terah had moved a little bit he'd moved just 600 miles but he hadn't done the whole thing so Abraham had made a start when God speaks this into his life in Genesis 12 he'd made a small start now the thing about life in those days was it wasn't quite like this like our days and it's really difficult difficult sometimes when we put, we, we've just got our mindsets when we read the Bible, but uh, the Bible, what was actually happening in those days were that history for the people of, for Abraham's people would be very circular. So history just went round and round and round. So in other words, Abraham and his family would have been in that land 
for years and years and years. They didn't think, oh, let's move somewhere. They stayed in the same place for generation after generation after generation. Their fathers would have done what their fathers had done and their fathers would have done what their fathers had done and they would have stayed in the same place and they, their, their view of life would be that you would just join in the circle of life. You would just join in that circle and you would keep repeating it over and over again. So life in Abraham's day was just repeated over and over again. They were going round and round and round in circles. Now, can you imagine this pattern of life? And then Abraham is told to go and move somewhere else. Now, this is a massive thing. Okay, right. Move somewhere, it says in Hebrews, to somewhere completely unknown. Now, I, it's very hard for us to understand what it would mean to move somewhere completely unknown. Because, okay, what if, if, if God said to me, okay, Becca, I want you to go to Manchester to live, right? Then it's not like saying that at all. That what, what, what God said to Abraham isn't like saying that at all. It's like, I, I would know, I could go on Google Earth, Right? I could go and see what Manchester. I've heard about Manchester. I've heard about what it. Lo- I've heard about some of the things that are there. I know a little bit about. It's not unknown to me. And even if you said, "Okay, all right, Rebecca," or we won't say Manchester. What about if you went to, you know, like Russia? Well, still, I could still go and if God sent me to Russia, I could still go and have a look. And I could. Do you know what? I'd know there was a road there. There's a road to somewhere I'm going. Um, there's some shops there do you uh, okay what about all right then what if we say God sent you to Australia I still would know do you, I still know that um that there's some that that in Australia I could look on the internet I could see where it, it's very difficult for us to work out what that would feel like to go somewhere unknown do you do you know what I mean for instance They didn't have like, uh, wherever we would go in the world, more or less, there's some sort of like shop somewhere, isn't there? Wherever we go, we think, oh yeah, well, once I went to Thailand, there was a Tesco's in Thailand. You know, there's a Tesco's in Thailand. Wherever you go, there's some sort of shop. Okay, some sort of water supply somewhere. But Abraham, it's not us being asked to go where there is a shop or where there is water supply, we'd think, well, I'm not going anywhere there isn't electricity, wouldn't we? That's someone that Abraham's going somewhere unknown. Completely, well, I, I can't get this in my head because wherever I would go, there'd be a road there, wouldn't there? Wherever God sent me, I, th- I reckon there'd be some sort of road. Were there roads? Were there maps? Did they know where they were going at all? No. They had no idea. So they set off on this journey. And it took, it, for, for their whole life, it had been, this is what you do. This is what you do. This is what you do. This is what happens. This is what happens in our life. And Abraham said, I'm breaking out of the circle. Where nothing new happened, he did something that created something new. He, with courage, and with bravery, stepped out of his, un, un, of his situation that went round and round and round, and he did something new. First thing I want to say today, 
What situations are you involved in that go round and round and round and round that you need to say, I'm breaking out of this? I am making a choice that I will not go round and round and round this tree anymore. I am breaking out. I am doing something new. God is doing something new in me. What situations are there that we need God to speak that into? Second story is one of Abraham and Lot. So Abraham and Lot. Lot was Abraham's nephew. And he had come along with him on this journey. So they're along on this journey to this unknown land. And uh, Lot and Abraham's shepherds, it says, have a falling out. And they're not very happy with each other because there's not enough land for them all. So there is a big falling out. And um, Abraham decides to do something very, very interesting. Uh, In front of them, there is some really, really good, luscious, it calls it in the Bible, really beautiful land that looks fertile and great. And the other side looks uh, a little bit more deserty. And what happens is that Abraham says to Lot, you are going to go, and he says, you're gonna, we're going to separate because um, I don't want to have any more conflict, but you're going to go to this place and it looks beautiful and it's beautiful green grass and, and, and it's very fertile land. So he sends Lot that way and he goes the other way into the uh, more desert land. Now, why do, I tell, why do I say that story? I'm saying that because... Abraham was generous with Lot. He, was, he gave him the better place. He gave him, he, he didn't do, Abraham could have said, do you know what, I'm the oldest and I've been travelling the most. You're younger than me, Lot. You go, you're my nephew. Off you go over here. You can plough the land and do that. No, he didn't say that. He did a very, very generous thing in saying, you go to the best land. The second thing I want to say is generosity breaks through in situations. Generosity and being, uh, doing something that is over and above what somebody expects of you breaks something. It breaks something in our lives. You, do you know what? Um, when we're generous with our finances, there's something that is broken in us. Something that it breaks through into in our personal lives because we're all, in, we're all selfish really. And what that does is it breaks that that goes on around. When we're generous, I'm not talking just about money, but when we're generous with forgiving people that maybe we think you don't deserve to be forgiven, it breaks something. When we're generous in our spirit to other people, it breaks something in us. Generosity breaks something of the cycle that we go through. It brings breakthrough. Don't you think it's fascinating? There's a story in the Old Testament uh, and there's a guy called Elijah. And Elijah, um, there's a time of famine. There's no food. And Elijah goes to a widow's house and the widow says to Elijah, I have no food. In fact, I've got a little bit of oil and I've got a little bit of flour and it's my last meal that I'm about to make for me and my son and then we're going to die because we have nothing. Do you know what that man, Elijah, says to them? Do you know what he says to that widow in that place? He says, all right, okay, make me a cake and I'll eat it. 
don't you think that's like the most bizarre thing in the whole world to say to somebody? Can you imagine if you invited me to your house and you made yourself this last meal for you and your family and I came and sat down and you said to me, Becca, this is our last meal. If we, when, we, when we eat this, we're going to die. Can you imagine if I said, great, give it to me. I'll eat it. You think, what? What? Do you know, when we ask, when we're generous, something amazing happens. When we give our last, something of breakthrough happens in our lives. And so the next thing I want to say is, where do we need to be generous? And where will that bring breakthrough in our lives? Last story I want to tell you about is the story that um, Ryan has so brilliantly just told us about... Um, there are some more pictures that are coming up. I think we've, maybe Liam, we've missed the next pictures of the, this is Abraham and Lot. That, and now we're going to go on to Abraham and Sarah. So Abraham and Sarah, as Ryan has pointed out, could not have any children. And yet they had been promised this amazing promise that they were going to have loads and loads of children. Don't you think it's really fascinating sometimes that God doesn't give us the reasons for why something doesn't happen, but he does give us a promise. He doesn't always explain to you what's going on, but he gives you a promise. Sometimes that promise is, I'll never leave you. And this promise to, um, to Abraham was, do you know what? You're going to have many, many children. Well, this didn't look very likely. Abraham was now 99. Sarah was 90. How on earth was this going to happen? And as Ryan said, the story is that three uh, men came and said, she's going to have a baby. And Sarah laughed. She thought, this is very funny. Don't be ridiculous. And that's exactly what happened. She did. Now, before that, um, Abraham had got a little bit tired of waiting, to be honest. And uh, he thought he'd take matters into his own hands. And uh, he decided that what he would do is, well, Sarah, it was Sarah, his wife's suggestion. Why don't you have a baby with my maidservant, Hagar? And so he had had a baby with Hagar. Um, at Ishmael and that hadn't really worked out very well for them it wasn't what they hadn't been able to wait exactly and and wait for what God was doing with them but um, then along comes comes Ishmael Ishmael Isaac which is the most amazing amazing promise and the most amazing end to this story they have this baby at this old age it's an absolute miracle sometimes This is my third thing. Sometimes we can't always, we need God. Sometimes we need to break out of something, but sometimes we need God to break into something. Okay, now Abraham and Sarah, they couldn't, they needed God, to, they couldn't have children. It was fruitless they, and, and God had made a promise to them and they needed God to break into that situation. Now they did have to do something in that, all right, everybody? It wasn't just like, oh, dinner, here's a baby. They would have had to play their part in that, Abraham and Sarah, but um, but. They had this most amazing, miraculous God. They needed God to break in. Sometimes we need, in the cycles of our life, we need God to break in. But we need to say, God, we need you to break, we, we need you to break in and we need to do our part in that. So that's the third thing that I was going to say. Now, it's the most amazing thing, really, that 
Uh, this story is a story of breakout. It's a story that, you know, the stories before, um, when, uh, before Abraham and Sarah, the story of their life was of conflict. If, let's think about it. Let's think about the stories in Genesis. We've had Cain and Abel. We've had um, the Tower of Babel. We have got, um, we've got the fall. We've got um, the Noah. There's a lot of bad stories going on here. There's a lot of stories about conflict. And there's a lot of stories about destruction. And those were the stories that were being told. What happened with uh, God was he called Abraham out of that story out of the story of destruction, out of the story of conflict, out of that. He said, you're not going to go around that tree anymore, Abraham. You're coming out. And what did he say to him? You're going to be a blessing. You're not going to be involved round and round this story of conflict and destruction. You're going to be a blessing. That's what I've called you to. That's what I want for you. I want you to be a blessing. Stop that story, start this one. Break into something new. The new story that I have for you. And so today, we have a choice. There are lo- lots of things that can be go round and round in our lives. Um, there are circles within circles. For instance, there are stories that we have with our sleeping, right? That maybe God needs to break into. Or maybe we need to break out of. There are stories in addiction, their addiction is going round and round. There are, I bet there are so many people here in this room today with addiction that just goes round and round and round. And something in you needs it to break, either for God to break in or for you to break out of that place. But God, the, there is good news. God has something to say when we struggle. There may be people that struggle with things that they are looking at on the internet. God is here today and He says, break out of that place. You're not going to need to be a bit bold. You're going to need to have a bit of courage, but break out of that story. Break out of the destruction and conflict and come and be a blessing. And I believe that God is saying that. That may be to do with your eating habits. You may go round and round. It may be to do with relationally. The same old story may be what happens in your life. You go round and round and round and round. There's divorce maybe that goes all the way through your your story and you want that to stop. Maybe, uh, Maybe there's always conflict. Maybe there's always, uh, you're, in the past people have uh, left there and are disengaged with their children and you want that story to stop. I believe today God is saying we need to step out of stories that are destructive in our lives. We need to step out of those stories and say we're going somewhere new. We're not going to stay in this place. We're going to go somewhere completely new. You may need to step out. You may need God to step in. Either way, we need God. You may need that to be um, because out of generosity. Generosity will break something. Generosity brings breakthrough, just like it did for Abraham. I wonder if we can get the band up. And um, I had, you can just play and we will finish there. But I had a really interesting dream. uh, And it was, I, I shared it last week at the prayer meeting. But this was my dream. Um, I dreamt that I was standing in a corridor and in the corridor there was a door and the door, I was desperately, uh, I wanted to go through the door. 
But in the corridor with me, right, was this little, uh, was this animal. Now, it's not a real animal. It's like an animal that went up to my leg here. And it was almost like a little um, mammoth, hairy mammoth sort of animal, right? So it's really stocky. And it was really frightening. And I really, really didn't like this animal. And it kept hitting me on the leg. And um, I was not, I was frightened about this animal, but I wanted to go through the door. And I thought, how do I go through the door with this animal here? I don't know how to get rid of it. I don't know what to do with it. What should I do with this animal? It's, I hate it. It's really frightening me. And so what happened was, I, in my dream, I thought I'd just go through the door anyway. So I walked through the door, and in the door, in that room, there was a massive tiger. I mean, it wasn't in a cage or anything. And I stood there in this room and I can remember feeling a sense of like awe in the room. But this little thing that had been bugging me, bullying me, right, went. It was terrified. And it left, the ro- it left me in the room with the tiger. I wasn't, I wasn't frightened of the tiger. The tiger, for me, what God was saying to me was this. There's things that bully you sp- spiritually. Have you got things that bully you? In your life, fear, I mean, a nagging feeling of insecurity, that horrible feeling that you're not good enough all the time. Are there things that you go round and round and round and round feeling the same thing and then you conquer it and then you feel it again and then you conquer it and then you feel it again? What, things that bully you, things that just are nasty with you? And then you go into the room with the tiger. For me, the tiger was going into the presence of God. And it, ju- it just felt like that's, it went. It went. It had to go. It had to leave because there was no room for that um, in that place. <clears throat> so let's stand up, shall we, together? As we're just standing here, let's just ask God anything in your life that, just say, God, what are you saying to me? Father God, what are you saying to me? There are cycles in our lives that uh, maybe are so unhelpful to us. Cycles of thinking, cycles of behaviour. I just, uh, I don't think there's anyone here that doesn't have something that God can't speak into right now. So uh, just listen to what, what he says. Some of you have been in a cycle of conflict and destruction. God is calling you to step out into a cycle of blessing. You will be a blessing. That was His promise. In order to step out of those things, sometimes we need to just say, sorry, God, sorry. Sometimes we need to be brave. Sometimes we need to tell someone. Sometimes we need somebody just to pray with us.
sometimes we need to be respond with generosity towards somebody. Just going to read Hebrews 11. By an act of faith, Abraham said yes to God's call to travel to an unknown place that would become his home. When he left, he had no idea where he was going. By an act of faith, he lived in the country promised him, lived as a stranger, camping in tents. And by faith, Baron Sarah was able to become pregnant, old woman as she was at the time, because she believed the one who made a promise would do what he said. That's how it happened. From one man's dead and shriveled loins, there are now people numbering in the millions. So Father, I pray that You would come, Holy Spirit, and break in to our lives, God. I pray, Father God, that where we, um, where we need to break out, I pray that You would give us the courage and the boldness to step out into the new things that You have for us. I pray that You would give us faith, whether that's a new job, whether that's a new town, whether that's a new situation. God, I pray that You would give us faith and courage to walk out into that. And if, um, if God is saying that to you, I wonder if you can just raise your hand. If God is saying, I want you to break out into something new, then just put your hand up. If God is saying to you, break out into something new, put your hand out. Okay, put your hands on the people around them. They'll keep your hands up. Just put your hands on their shoulders. And just pray. Pray for them. That they would have courage in breaking in, breaking out. Just pray blessing on them. 